Welcome back to AM with AM. It's Monica. And it's Ajit. And today, we wanted to talk to you about how we were raised and our childhood and topics like that. And along with that, we wanted to talk to you about how we might raise our kids Um. Even though we don't have any right now. <laughs> disclaimer, disclaimer. Yeah. We don't know anything about parenting, obviously. And we don't have kids. But I think it's interesting to see or discuss like parenting styles yeah. that we would like to have if we did have kids. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, to start off, I'll talk about how I was raised and things I've noticed uh, about like my parents and their parenting style like what I thought was good and what I thought maybe could use some improvement and just other things I've noticed that may not be good or bad but are just you know neutral but it has some influence in how I grew up and who I am today um so I guess I'll start from the beginning I was born in India, so and my parents are both Indian from Punjab. And although I didn't live in India, like th- for my childhood, I came to Canada when I was about I don't even know. I keep saying different things like to everyone. I I honestly don't know. I just say around a year. You're still a baby. Yeah, I was so small. Um, but. The Indian culture has been like heavily influenced the way I grew up from, you know, just like all the Indian norms that my parents think are, you know, normal and correct from like how their kids should, you know, behave in school or even like spirituality and stuff like that but along with that um another big influence with how i was raised was i grew up living in two houses basically because my parents separated at a very young age um so most of the time i would live with my mom but occasionally i would visit my dad just because of that's how the custody uh, came out to be. Mm -hmm. So that was interesting because with my mom, um, I moved around quite a lot. Like from, like we first started off in, you know, a family, uh, like a house um, where one of my mom's family members lived. And then we moved to a basement and then an apartment and then like, small semi-detached house and then you know we moved up like right from the the lowest you know 
Yeah. Well, my dad was pretty established when I was born already. So we, like, whenever I visited my dad, it was always the same place. Like, always, like, you know, enough room. <laughs> to was grow. it always your grandma's house? Uh, yeah, I would, like, pretty much grow up in my grandma's house because... There was like enough rooms there for everyone to stay, mm-hmm. including my dad and his siblings. Yeah. Smoothly break. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so along with that, I was also an only child, which, although like I think about like how it would be with siblings and stuff i never really fully know you know so like sometimes i'm like oh i wish i had siblings it would have been so much better would have been able to talk to people when i you know wasn't able to talk to anyone but then i look at certain siblings around me and i'm like they're pretty dysfunctional sometimes (laughs) like you never know how it's gonna turn out (laughs) you know and yeah that's like Pretty much how I grew up. Um, yeah, so, do you have any questions? <laughs> <laughs> or should I just move on to the good stuff that I thought my parents did? <laughs> <laughs> I think you move on. It's okay. okay. Yeah, so, some of the good things that I thought my parents did were they put me in sports and music and like from not in kindergarten but in elementary school they put me in french immersion too like i don't think they knew um like i think they had an idea that it would benefit me but i didn't think they knew like how much like the impact it has even today yeah and furthermore (laughs) <laughs> why am i so awkward today <laughs> i don't know it's a smoothie <laughs> should have put dates in it <laughs> yeah so like i mentioned before they also like introduced me to spirituality at a young age like we were always uh well now that i think about it we weren't really that religious but we always showed our religious side physically like um, you know, by wearing a headdress and wearing, like, other stuff that represents our religion. What is your religion? Or Sikhism. The... Mm. Yeah. So, but now that I think about it, we didn't really practice the actual, you know, spiritual side of it. It was more so just the physical appearance, which I don't really like, but at least it, like, introduced me to everything. And... Yeah, so overall, like, I think my parents were just kind and caring, which is, like, all you can really ask for sometimes, you know? Like, they can't be perfect at everything, but at least they tried their hardest, which I really appreciate. So with the sports that you were in... Yeah. Um, did you like them? Like, did you like being in sports? Um, did you have fun, a.k.a.? <laughs> In so my I, my first sport that I was in was soccer, and it was all right. Like I didn't really have that much fun. Maybe it was because I wasn't really good at it, but you know, 
Yeah, I'd, I'd just say I didn't really have that much fun. So my dad actually like suggested that I start uh, softball, and that was much more fun because I was actually good at it. I would like I would pitch all the time. I was a good pitcher, and like, they would always make me pitcher. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I could play any position, which was. You know, and I would be good at it. Yeah. So I felt really good about that. So that's why I really enjoyed it. But then once I grew up, I started getting worse and worse because I didn't really practice like outside of scheduled practice, mm-hmm. you know. So I was just, and I didn't really take it seriously because I just thought I was so good all the time. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but now I play um, softball like, or a three pitch, I guess, with a bunch of guys here in Brampton like it's really nice because it's not super competitive and it's just guys having fun and they are competitive <laughs> don't don't get me wrong but so that's why it's kind of fun too and I I like to be competitive too but it's not like oh anything's on the line you know and then we just like drink beer and eat pizza afterwards <laughs> it's really nice <laughs> shout out to those guys <laughs> <laughs> do you guys have a team name no. Okay. <laughs> Even the group chat. <laughs> it just says group on, chat. On WhatsApp, yeah. it's, it's soccer because <laughs> they they also play soccer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, yeah. I feel like you're like their star player when you play. <laughs> really? They. I don't think so. I don't think I'm like. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I think I'm really good, but there are a bunch of other good players too. So yeah. when you wanted to quit soccer, yeah. did your dad let you quit right away? Or were you, like, in it for a bit? I honestly can't remember that far. Mm. Like, I was in it, like, I was in it for a bit. I was in it for a few seasons. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but then once, I didn't even know if I said I wanted to quit or what. You just knew you stopped. Yeah, I just Mm. knew I stopped. And I don't know for how long I stopped, but yeah. And, like, my enjoyment of that, like, sports, like, carried on into like into my kind of adult life too like i said i play with them now Mm -hmm. well not now because of corona but hopefully soon like or in the future (laughs) but in even in university i played a lot of intramural sports with uh yeah with my friends so that was nice like volleyball and flag football that's always fun like when it's not super competitive you know i love it yeah, I remember you said that your dad one time was like part time coaching one of your. Oh teams. yeah, was that soccer or, or that was you? soccer? Oh my god! Yeah, what did he do? He made like awards for everyone or something? No, he um, he just had to coach. Yeah, the the organization gave him the trophies. Yeah, to give out to oh, all of his okay. like you know players, but um, not everyone <laughs> showed up to the last uh you know day to receive their award yeah. so he he just had a bunch of like trophies in in his house <laughs> yeah did, did he throw them out what did he do with them like, i don't donate? remember i don't know <laughs> I, yeah i don't know maybe he has them he like he likes to hoard stuff so mm-hmm. he probably has them. <laughs> yeah it's all the questions i had about your sporting mm. life but um so I guess I'll move on to the stuff I didn't particularly like. There's not that many, but um, I think because 
I am an only child. I think both of my parents were a little bit overprotective of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the sense, like, mm, they always want to know, like, I don't know. They don't let me do certain things. They always want to know where I am. They always want me to call. I don't know. <laughs> I just realized you have like 20 bracelets on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. I feel like as a parent, though, like you want to know where your kid is, especially if, maybe I don't know, especially if they're an only child. Yeah, exactly. But if you had more than one kid. You'd kind of care less. I'd care a little bit less, <laughs> I think. There's too much to care for so many kids, mm, you know. I see. But, but yeah. Um, I'm not saying that's bad, but like, that's just who they are. So I I don't really blame them for being like that. Like, you can't help being overprotective, yeah. especially if you have only one kid. Yeah. Like, if anything were to happen to them, that like suck beyond belief, right? <laughs> yeah. But. I think it does, you know, limit growth in a tiny way, you know. But who am I to say? I don't even know. I'm just, like, speculating. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that if they were not as protective of you for certain things, like, you know how... I even seen some of it before. Remember when you almost drowned at Laura's house? Yeah. And then, like, I told your mom, and she was like, "Oh my God, you're never swimming ever again." Peridot. Yeah. I was no. like, "Oh," and "Oh," right? <laughs> and but I kind of can see like maybe that does that make you feel like you want to swim even more? Does that like because you get held back on certain things or protected from certain things? Yeah. Does that make you? have the urge to do it even more a little bit oh my god <laughs> bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah rebel <laughs> i hate uh like i don't hate but like i strongly dislike <laughs> when people tell me like what i can and can't do mm. like it's i guess it's different when they say oh you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that but when you say you can't do this like who are you to say i can't do something <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah i understand <laughs> i still remember when we first started dating and like i would drive you home or something <laughs> at night and you know i'm trying to be a nice person you're like no you can take a nap and you were so upset <laughs> that i told you to take a nap not yeah. so upset but you were like the fuck yeah yeah but it's all good now <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry it's okay yeah and yeah like overprotectiveness i don't really know like i think it had a small thing to do with growth but you know mm-hmm. in the end like it it's my own like what i get from my own life it's all up to me right yeah. so one thing i do uh think though that they could have like well it's not their fault again but um because they were separated Mm-hmm. I didn't really have an example of a, like, a loving, healthy relationship between a partner. So I kind of had to figure it out myself, like, you know. And it's no excuse for me to be, like, 
um, a bad partner or anything, but, you know, I'm just saying, like, it takes a bit more time, maybe, for me to figure out, like, how to be a good partner, because I never really saw, like, every day, like, I feel like when you see a healthy, loving relationship, it's, like, the small things that happen every day that you notice versus, like, the bigger things, you know? So, if you can't have that every... If you don't, like, have an example every day, like, how would you ever know? But, again, that's just speculation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Um... I think that's it. Like, I I think my parents were also a little bit um, relaxed in the sense that they didn't really um, express the importance of, like, exercise or, like, a routine or, you know, they let me be lazy a little bit. And I think... Although it's fun, like, it's fine to enjoy your childhood a little bit, but at the same time, like, even if they didn't force me to have a routine or exercise, but if they were doing it, then I would always have in my head, like, oh, like, that's normal kind of thing. But they were also, like, not the, not the greatest, like, in terms of routine or, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, like, my parents didn't really exercise when I was a kid. Or not that much, so I never really had, like, that ingrained in my head, like, oh, maybe that's beneficial or not. Like, I kind of had to figure out later on in life if that's beneficial or not. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But I think if I had kids, I would lead by example, like, try and have a routine, try and exercise, be healthy, like, in front of them. I wouldn't force it on them, but, you know. But every person has a different learning style, eh? (laughs) Because, okay, I talked to my mom about, you know, um, discipline of a child. Mm -hmm. Because she didn't really discipline us. I don't know if your parents really disciplined you. Like physically or even, like, you know yelling mm. or you know raising their voice or sternly talking to you whatever it may be yeah but my mom was telling me how we weren't we weren't stubborn children so she didn't really have to discipline us yeah and that's why we weren't disciplined often like yeah. ever basically because we just listened but she said there's some children that like no matter how many times you talk to them nicely not nicely you discipline them physically or whatever the case may be they're still not gonna listen because that's just how a person is sometimes like that's just how their personality is and and that's okay but it's sometimes it's hard even if you try to show them by lead by example they might not even listen to that but i think it's like a good you know way to influence them possibly influence them because right. I think kids, like, learn a lot and absorb a lot mm-hmm. from their parents just by observing them. Yeah. And they, like, I see it all the time. Like, kids end up being like their parents. 
Like, I think I see it all the time. <laughs> I think it happens subconsciously. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even the bad things pe- yeah. people pick up, right? But I don't think they're, you know, ooh, let me let me take that attribute <laughs> and be a dickhole, you know? Yeah. If their parents are like that. Yeah. Were you disciplined? Um, How my mom would yell at me, but <laughs> <laughs> not out of like um you were a bad kid sorry yeah i was a bad kid so (laughs) (laughs) there was a reason for her (laughs) to hit me and yell at me eating a whole box of uh lady fingers (laughs) yeah (laughs) just kidding no she actually enjoyed that i ate so many cookies yeah she was like happy when i would eat so many cookies in front of her so (laughs) do you think it's because she didn't get the chance to do that as a kid i think it's because she always says, oh, I'm a growing boy. I need nutrition. So she likes it when I eat a lot. Mm. I think that's where the Indian culture comes through <laughs> again. <laughs> I, she wasn't wrong. Like, look how tall you are. I know. You know, if you didn't eat all those lady fingers, mm. I don't think you'd be as tall today. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Like, how did you feel about being disciplined like that, though? Like, do you um, think, were you, do you think you've been infected in any way, whether that be, like, negative or positive? Well, my mom doesn't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. She still yells at me, but. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't take it. I think it's more so she's frustrated with, like, her situation sometimes, mm-hmm. so yeah. she has to let it out. Um, But... um. It was kind of confusing because I learned when I grew up, because in, here in Canada, I learned, like, maybe parents aren't supposed to hit your kids. And it's like, <laughs> you can call the cops if or something, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of confusing to me. Like, I didn't know what was, like, really going on. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I don't think it psychologically affected me mm-hmm. at all. I think maybe... It was it was beneficial in some ways, mm-hmm. but I'm not too sure. I can't think that because I mean back. you can't really remember how it felt. Yeah. can you? No, not really. Yeah. You just know it, know it happened. Yeah, I see. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know I had a family friend who so, you know in uh, the Chinese families and households. Sometimes parents discipline you by physically hitting you, too. Yeah. Um, nothing, like, crazy, but, like, you know, smack on the bum, whatever. But mm. I had a, a cousin, like, a family friend, you know. And um, her mom would hit her, and she told her teacher mm. that her mom hit her. Yeah. And as a teacher, you're supposed to, you know, um, escalate it to whether that be police officers or child care workers, whatever. And the teacher did that, and her mom went to prison. What the hell? Yeah. She went to prison for a bit because her daughter said she hit her. Yeah. She was my age, like the girl. Damn. Yeah. I was like, oh. And then I remember my mom telling me, like, don't tell the police. Or, <laughs> don't tell your teachers that I hit you. Yeah. But she did. She never hit me. <laughs> so I don't know why she was scared. Mm. Yeah. yeah that's funny but <laughs> it's like not it's really so that weird funny. at the same time yeah 
Because maybe she felt the same way as you did because here in Canada, it's not, I don't know, it's kind of looked down upon to yeah. like hit your child. And she probably recognized that mm, something's wrong. And I don't know, if, if your parent hits you, you can't just be like, stop. <laughs> you know <laughs> and maybe she didn't enjoy it so then she had to tell someone yeah she trusted i wonder how cops feel about that like maybe they do get calls from kids about parents hitting but i feel like sometimes the cops don't well they feel like there's nothing really wrong so they just leave because uh, like I feel like I would do that. Like some, like if it's not like abuse, abusive hitting, or and it's not like it's just like occasional and it's not too hard. I, I feel know. like the cops won't do anything. That's a that's a really uh, thin line. Really? I feel like yeah, because yeah, as a cop, you might have your personal view on things, but you, you there's also the law. You can't you can't just put your your own ideas and ideologies into your cases you know <laughs> it's like mm, she has a bruise but like maybe it's just showing a little more than it should oh so God. i'm just gonna go <laughs> you know okay i wouldn't hit to the point where you bruise <laughs> okay, your kid but what if your kid bruises easily shout out natasha beddingfield and they're weak and they should not do 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 continue to be my child oh <laughs> i'm just kidding God, you shut them you're like get out and they're like just three and just like walk out the door <laughs> three inches not inches years oh. old oh if they're three inches they're still in the uterus okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah is that it on your end mm, well I have a few more things to talk about, if that's okay with you. Yeah, yeah, go yeah. ahead. Um, like, going on with what I would do to, like, raise my kids, mm, I think I would also want to, you know, like, if my, or if they, if my kids had grandparents that were a little bit too influencing I would not, like, in a bad way, then I wouldn't want them to, like, interact with them too much. And I would, like, I think it's it's easier when you're living, like, you and your kids are living in a different house than your grandparents. Mm-hmm. Then it's just fine. Like, you, you only visit your grandparents. But when you're living with your grandparents, it's different. Like, what I had to do at my yeah. grandma's, I mean, at my dad's side, I feel like um, my grandma had a little bit more influence like a little bit negative on me so and my dad didn't really like he always agreed with my grandma he didn't question it he didn't question it yeah so i feel like that was a bit wrong and i would wouldn't mm, put one my kids to go through that so Mm -hmm. uh yeah i mean like it's all situational but like it depends on the extended family and it depends on everything but yeah i wouldn't want any negative influences for my kids you know Doesn't really <laughs> <difficult>. I know. <laughs> once they go to school oof it's over <laughs> just kidding <Yeah. laughs> 
But I feel like um, family can have such a large influence yeah. compared to like just outside people. But I don't know. Um, and I think like in the Indian culture also, there's a bit of pressure um, in terms of like what career a kid should have. You know, like from what I hear, or from what I've experienced, Indian families always want their kids to be engineers, doctors, lawyers, like anything, you know, with that kind of qualification. So, I don't really know if, like, I think there's a little bit of benefit to, like, a little bit of career pressure in terms of, like, you should push them to be the best they can be, but... I don't think you should like limit to them limit them to a set of careers. Mm-hmm. So I think I would never like do that for my kids like just limit them to a set of careers. I'd always want them to help them figure out what they love to do and help them to you kind of guide them. Guide them, but yeah. yeah. And like I feel like some people have certain personalities like some people are a bit more reserved don't like to network you know stuff like that and i feel like your career or what you do in life should enhance what your personality is like you know so i'd like based on my experience i would try and figure out what the personality of my kids are and, you know <laughs> your, your whole ass aptitude test like <laughs> you figure out what they're you you're like you sit them down you give them a multiple choice questionnaire you have to answer these questions and then and after they answer the questions you know their personality i mean <laughs> and then you like use your brain do, 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 do. you like connect i mean they're your kids you should know <laughs> what their personality is if you need a questionnaire <laughs> then you're not a good parent <laughs> i think oh yeah yeah but okay so you said that you kind of want to help guide your your kids into what their their desired career path is yeah and like what i mean by that is i would want them to try a bunch of different things like in their childhood like okay i'd want them to volunteer different things see what they like yeah like i feel like if you never try anything then you might not even know what you like like what if you're what if your true passion is pole dancing and you <laughs> never tried it, but mm. so you never know, you know? Yeah. And you just go through throughout your whole life without touching a pole. So you're going to bring your five-year-old to a pole dancing class. Well, I would just <laughs> make them try a shit ton of different things so that they feel comfortable trying different things throughout oh, their life. Okay. So they're, they, you know, yeah, they're, they're more likely to try new experiences out yeah and and like yeah just like help them throughout their life to discuss things openly with them you know about what they want to do but what if they're like you and they don't like to be told what to do (laughs) (laughs) what then then they would have to leave the house (laughs) (laughs) again (laughs) when they're three inches tall (laughs) (laughs) oh my god I see Mm. 
So how would you deal with your kid if they're rebellious? Because right now it sounds like mm. they're not that rebellious. <laughs> yeah. Would you That's a let good question. Them, would you just let them run wild? I think so. Learn their own lesson? Yeah, I think so. And that kind of comes around to the last thing I wanted to say about siblings. Mm-hmm. I'd want them to grow up with siblings. Because I think then they would have a bit more um, experience. <laughs> with like different things, <laughs> with right? different things, yeah. I think also, even if they are a single child, an only child... <laughs> It's really beneficial to be around people who are the same age as them. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think because, you know how you were an only child? Were you the only person in your family at your age group? Like, was there anyone else? Like, your cousins or something that you grew up with that were the same age as you or no? No. All my cousins were younger than me Mm -hmm. that, like, lived in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. I had one, uh... One or two cousins that were my same age mm-hmm. that were in India, so, but so I never really talked to them. Yeah, yeah, I think that's also like a good thing to yeah. have around them too. Even even if it's just friends. Yeah. I think that's really beneficial too. Like yeah. outside of school. Yeah. Not just school friends, but like family friends. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you on that. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much. What I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> you know? That's a lot. So I guess I'll hop on to my story. <laughs> so a little background before I start, because I didn't include this last time. Um, I was born and raised in Brampton, Ontario. And I was born in the same hospital as every other child from brampton was born it's called i think it was called peel memorial at the time Mm. or brampton civic but it was like located in a different area but yeah um i've lived in the same house my entire life Mm. never moved and um i have my parents are still together my mom and my dad and i have an older brother who's the oldest sibling and then a sister and then it's me so my ethnicity is Chinese. They're from the Guangxi province. <laughs> City is Guilin. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Guilin. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think I want to start off with how my parents kind of got here. But I think I want to go into depth. Into depth. Oh my God. Sorry. I said that twice. <laughs> into depth more so on that in a different podcast mm. about like you know how we got here yeah but first my dad he escaped yes i said it escaped <laughs> from communist china back in the 80s to canada um and then later on he went back to china and then sponsored my mom over um so growing up i feel like i was not disciplined that much yeah we were kind of free to do whatever we wanted to do i think because we were so we listened so well (laughs) we didn't really rebel we didn't go against any rules or we didn't do anything bad so i don't think that our parents really needed to discipline us yeah and then i also feel like my parents they worked so much 
we didn't really see them other than on the weekends like my dad would do morning shift and then my mom would do afternoon shift but we were primarily raised by my grandma my dad's mom Hmm. and i guess i didn't really get disciplined by my parents because i got disciplined by my grandma (laughs) she would yell at us she'd be a little snarky with us you know um and yeah um i just remember as a kid we would always after school or in the summer especially we'd always go out to play um play with the neighborhood kids and we would just know what time to come back (laughs) you know come we would come back in the mid midday drink some milk yeah like how kids drink you know (laughs) and then we'd go back out and then we'd come back for dinner um yeah every day every every day (laughs) oh my god that's yo nothing hits better than cold milk when you've been (laughs) out in the sun sweating trust me Mm. but do you feel like it's because your parents told your oldest sibling steven to like come home at a certain time i think so then he just passed down the information to you i think we just followed yeah a lot of it had to do with following yeah um yeah like even chores we did we didn't really have specific chores that we had to do but um i talked to my sister recently about it and she mentioned that she really liked watching my dad cook in the kitchen when she was younger yeah. and he'd be <laughs> he'd be chopping stuff and she'd try to grab stuff right off the cutting board and he'd be like if you don't move your hand i'm gonna chop your finger off <laughs> oh my god and she was like yeah okay but she'd still do it <laughs> yeah um but then as she was watching watching him cook stuff he'd be like wash his bowl oh, so she'd yeah. bring up the little stool and wash it mm. so then i saw my sister do that yeah wash bowls and I wanted to be part of the club. I wanted to wash bowls too. Yeah. So then I started washing bowls because I thought it was cool. Yeah. And same with laundry and, and all those other kind of household chores that maybe your parents would usually tell you to do. I just did it because I thought it was cool. <laughs> um, I was the opposite. <laughs> what? I hated doing chores. Really? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, they didn't really tell us to do our do our schoolwork. I thought it was really cool doing schoolwork. Yeah. Um, before I went into kindergarten, my sister pulled out like a little notebook, and she taught me my alphabets mm. and my numbers, up to like twenty or something. Yeah. She told me to like say it. She taught me to kind of write it. I think she kind of liked it because she was like t- playing teacher to mm. me. But I knew a lot of stuff before going to kindergarten. Um, and I thought it was cool because my sister was teaching me it. And so I thought it was cool to do your schoolwork. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, as for extracurriculars, um, I didn't really do much outside of school until... I'd say at a later age, I feel like when kids do things outside of school like sports, they're usually put into sports at like five. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know when you were put in, but probably yeah. pretty young. Yeah. But I felt like I was talentless in mm. in elementary school. I felt like, oh my God, so many people are doing so many cool things. I mean, I was actually put into karate. I mean, not karate, kung fu. Who am I? Why did I say karate? Um, 
because my brother was in karate and then my mom's like might as well put them all in um i did that for a bit i did that from grade two to grade three-ish and then we stopped um but yeah i did guitar lessons in grade five and my mom was really supportive of the things that i wanted to do i wanted to do music lessons she's like all right let's do some music lessons and she asked around at her workplace and yeah. got um one of her co-workers sons has l- like music lessons somewhere so she gave her a business card and that's where i ended up doing mm-hmm. my music lessons yeah. shout out glenn hall he's the <laughs> best guitar teacher ever um yeah that's like and then also I did extra a lot of extracurriculars in high school. Yeah. It's weird because I didn't go out seeking to do them. I didn't have a plan to do them. Yeah. It was because my siblings told me you have to do as many extracurriculars as possible mm. because it makes you a better candidate for university. <laughs> but newsflash it does it (laughs) it literally doesn't matter what extracurriculars you do in high school it matters which extracurriculars you do in university but not in high school period (laughs) (laughs) um i think that's basically it Mm. as oh when i talk, talk about like discipline for my grandmother I'm talking about things like, you know, yelling at us, you know, the usual. Yeah. Um, when I w- when we would glare at her, she'd pinch our eyelids. Not hard. Oh my, your eyelids? Like, yeah, our eyelids. Like, imagine, you know, glaring like this. There's just a little chubby oh area that God. she goes like this. Oh you know, with her finger and her thumb. Like, ah. But it wasn't too crazy. It was just kind of funny you know and then um i've never heard of that (laughs) (laughs) pinching your eyelids as a discipline she would say something too she'd be like oh like like a saying or something when people glare i don't know it's weird and then there's one she didn't really hit me she hit my brother sometimes she hit my sister but my sister was her favorite um but uh there was one time i did something wrong and she wanted to hit me i ran all the way from my like the lower level living room all the way to the upper level to my mom's current room and i was hiding under blankets and my siblings were with me because they're kind of like oh my god what the fuck gonna happen <laughs> and my, my grandma she's older so she's gonna take a little bit of time to get up there so she she gets a plastic hanger clothing hanger yeah. and like tries to hit me through the blanket but i'm squirming and then she leaves and i remember my siblings were so quiet they were like <laughs> are you okay and they lift a blanket they thought i was crying but i was laughing so hard <laughs> that it was silent oh my it god it was silent like <laughs> oh my god why are you laughing because she didn't hit me <laughs> oh my god because it was squirming so much yeah but yeah um and growing up with siblings actually feel like it taught me a lot yeah with um things like problem solving sharing communication um even i feel like respect and just you know understanding that just i know that just because you're older doesn't mean you're wiser but understanding that 
because my siblings are older they've experienced certain things that i haven't experienced and they can help me with their knowledge that they've gained yeah to you know teach me yeah um so i'm really thankful to have siblings even though they're (laughs) kind of annoying sometimes yeah um and obviously we have our own problems we're not the perfect family we're not the perfect set of siblings but i'm really glad that i was able to grow up with siblings and yeah i learned a lot from them yeah and i think i'm really lucky to be able to kind of spend more time with my parents nowadays because when i was younger i barely saw them because they were always working and they sacrificed so much for us to just enjoy the little things yeah um and even travel places like i don't think we would have been able to do that if they didn't work so hard um and looking back my dad was really he was the type of parent that was always really angry even today he's still really like he's very it's very easy to set him off yeah but i think he just dealt a lot with his a lot of dealt with a lot of things in his life that caused him to be very reactive and i can't blame him obviously i would really i think it would really benefit him if he went to therapy or got some help but obviously he ain't gonna do that you know emotional intelligence who um but yeah like he was really i was scared of him as a kid i was really scared of my dad and i think now that I'm, I've learned a little more about him and his life, I kind of understand where he came from. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And I guess if I'm like, if I want to have a child, because <laughs> I don't know if I want to have a child, but yeah, I kind of like how I was raised as a free range chicken, but. <laughs> I feel like I would be very protective of my children because I just, there's so much that I've learned about this world that is just so dark and so negative. And I wouldn't want my kids to ever experience these things because they're just, I think they're so unnecessary to experience. But also at the same time, if they do experience things like that, they can learn from it. Yeah. Um, but I would, I would, yeah, I would want them to be free range chickens, you know, go out and play, have fun. If they want to play video games, play some video games. <laughs> um, and I would also want to expose them to a lot of experiences, like you said, like try new things, sports, music, camping, <laughs> um, <laughs> cooking. Like, I really want them to, like, um experience cooking baking um dance you know ballet gymnastics yeah obviously that should cost a lot of money you know i think we (laughs) need to recognize that a lot of these extracurriculars that you put your children in cost big bucks yeah um but yeah i i i think Personally, I'm very risk adverse. I'm really scared of taking risks, trying new things. I'm very comfortable with where I am. There's nothing bad with that, but 
like it would be nice to want to try new things <laughs> <laughs> um but i think exposing to children to these things would make them want to try new things in the future and not be so afraid of what the possible possible possibilities are that taking a new risk could could ha- could cause yeah um and i also think that trying new things can also make them more confident yeah and in themselves yeah if i were to go grocery shopping or shopping with them i would want them to ask the questions that they want answered yeah it's like oh mom they have no more skittles can you ask them i'd be like (laughs) no you ask them (laughs) tell the lady what you just told me yeah they'd probably hate it so much (laughs) because i think i would hate that so much i'd be shitting bricks if i was told to you know i don't know order my own food or (laughs) pick up my own clothes that doesn't have my size on the rack oh i'd be so scared but i think i could benefit them um And yeah, like even like what you said, right? Building a routine, I think that's very important. I think because I didn't really see my parents a lot and I was kind of just learning things as I I grew up from my siblings or from my peers. I didn't really have an example of like, I don't know. I don't know. Actually, I don't know. Cross that out cross that out (laughs) i don't know what i was gonna say (laughs) oh and another thing i think is really cool when parents talk to their kids like they would like adults yeah i don't want to like baby talk my babies but obviously i think i would but (laughs) i would want to talk to them like how i'm talking to you right now yeah a two-year-old i'm gonna talk to them just like this yeah but what about a newborn baby like this oh my god yeah (laughs) (laughs) and oh i also i think so my parents never really talked to us about like sex i was just gonna ask that really whoa twin telepathy when would you talk to your kids about that or would you (laughs) oh i would 100 percent. i want them to be comfortable with their bodies understand consent yeah i think that's very important um safe sex yeah and did your parents teach you nope nothing neither did mine what is sex exactly doesn't exist (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i think that's really important i honestly i would even buy them sex toys i think that's a little bit too (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to buy him a pocket pussy and buy her a vibrator Mm. you know what i'm saying yeah (laughs) because i think it's it's healthy to explore your body Mm. and i think it's important to know your body and know what you like what you don't like yeah um i think it's kind of fun for them too you know yeah (laughs) when would you buy them a phone (laughs) honestly i wouldn't want my kids to have a phone for so long or even if they do i'd only give them like a flip phone (laughs) yeah i was gonna say i would give them a nokia brick or something (laughs) even um i wouldn't want them to have tv in the house yeah, I know I'm I'm crazy, but like, if they want to watch TV, they have to go to their friend's house. <laughs> they'll never be home. What do you mean? They'll... Yeah, they will. 
I okay, if they don't, then whatever. They'll be at the friend's house oh enjoying god. TV. How much TV can you watch with your friend, though? A lot. Oh my god. A lot. Then eventually your friend's going to be like, go home. But what if you guys are best friends? They'll be like, yay, don't leave, bitch. So you want me to have a TV so my kid comes home? I would rather my kid bring their friends over than my friend than my kid be over at their friends. Is that weird? I'd want them to be <laughs> into books instead of TV. Are you into books? I can be. Oh my gosh. But as a kid. No. Exactly. I would read one book over and over. And it was a picture book. It was Stuart Little. Shout out oh Stuart Little. <laughs> <laughs> I think... But you can use the TV for other things. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'd have a TV, but not cable. Mm. <laughs> and, like, not buy the video games. But can you, can you imagine, as a kid, never watching TV and not knowing those, like, um, those commercials, the Canada Children at oh Risk? Oh, my God, yeah. Can you imagine how that feels? FOMO. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true, I guess. <laughs> but I feel like TV and media are so, like, hypnotizing at times. Like You're just passively exactly. watching. Yeah. Like, I think I saw this Vsauce video about it. it was so <laughs> Shout out Michael. <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? Is that his name? Yeah. Hey. But he's like, you know how when you experience a lot of things... Uh, like for example going to the theme park Mm -hmm. like experiencing like high um energy things like time passes so quickly but then when you're doing nothing it seems like time is passing so slowly right when you're just sitting on the okay say i told you to sit on the couch for an hour an hour would go by so slowly oh okay okay but versus if you were at the theme park an hour would go by so So quickly yeah so what tv does is like the opposite you're doing nothing but time is going by so quickly yeah which is like it just plays into your you know Mm. subconscious (laughs) (laughs) i don't even fucking know (laughs) it's so weird you could always limit the um, yeah you could limit it but (laughs) if they watch it too much you'd take out the tv yeah yeah i'd put a lock on it like theo's Shout out Theo. <laughs> I feel like this is the second time we shouted out Theo. <laughs> I mm. feel like we shouted at him out before. Did we? I don't know. But shout out Theo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Would you limit the access of um internet stuff they can access? <laughs> what was that sentence? Would you limit or put a lock on certain things on the internet? I think I would turn off the internet at, like, night. Then how are you going to use it? LTE. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not. I'm trying to not use devices at night. Mm-hmm. I won't use my device either. If I'm going to limit my kids, I'll take the hit as well. Yeah. So your kids are sleeping. to prioritize sleep. Hmm? Your kids will sleep at, like, 10. You finally have time to relax from your job because you just, you come home from your work, you take care of your kids, you wash them, you bathe them, you feed them, you change them, Mm. and then they finally go to sleep. You finally have time for yourself, but you can turn off the internet. 
Iya. Ya. Hmm, oke. Oke. I'll hold that against you. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> What am I going to do on the internet? Watch more. <laughs> oh my god. Just kidding. Read up on the news. Yo, I don't read the news now. Well, I think it's important for what? As adults, as parents to know that's what's going lame. on. I don't think that's important. I can already If, see it. 20 years from now, you're going to come home from work, you're going to sit down on the couch and turn on CP24. No, I hate the news, yo. It's so depressing. <laughs> and it's like, you don't really need to know half the stuff. But would you know about cryptocurrency if you didn't read the news? How did I figure out about cryptocurrency? Oh, you tell me? Our vendor told me about it. Oh my god. Actually, I already knew about you, it. Exactly. I don't read the news. Even on my phone, like I took off the news. Because I used to be addicted to it. Really? All the things that would show up was fucking Elon Musk. Fucking <laughs> space shit. Like, oh, there's a fucking uh, massive meteor about to like skim by the earth at this moment. Shit like that. I'm mm-hmm. like, it could potentially end. Like, that's this type of shit that would come up in my news feed. But it's like, like, after you read that, what, do you, what can you do? Nothing. <laughs> exactly. I could have just like spent that time meditating or something. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Would you make your kids meditate? Of course. What if they didn't want to? Then they have to leave my house. <laughs> three, <laughs> three inches, inches tall. tall. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think for me with um education and everything. Oh, My parents didn't really care about what I wanted to be yeah. or what I wanted to go into for post-secondary. And, but for some reason, I put that pressure on myself. Yeah. Um, I was really academically strong in sciences, somewhat in mathematics, but I was like, okay, I'm, I have to be uh, successful in some sort of... S- bachelors in science so that my parents will like be proud blah, blah, blah. but they really did not give a fuck <laughs> they just my mom told me this because i was i remember this oh my gosh in first year i had a the physics course yeah um, what is it one ls3 is that mm. math i don't know i think it's yeah one life science is that the ls yeah I don't know, it but it was it was a physics. It was the easier physics. Okay. You know how there was the physics that any students were taking, and yeah. then the other physics. Yeah. Yeah, I took the other physics, and it was right before the exam, and I had to take a shit. Oh my god! I really had to take shit. Okay, yeah. but I couldn't shit. I literally couldn't shit. It's crying in the washroom, on the toilet, freaking out, and the light was green <laughs> for some reason. You oh know the vibes, and I called my mom. And I was crying on the phone. I'm like, I can't do this exam. I'm so scared. I'm so nervous. I can't poop right now. I don't know what to do. And she was like, it's okay. Even if you don't pass, it's okay. It's not the end of the world. You can come home after. You're going to be done. Yeah. I think it was my last exam. And she was so supportive. While I was sitting on the toilet trying to shit. <laughs> she's like if you can't shit right now don't shit right now just go to your exam finish it come back take your shit it'll be fine yeah but i don't know why i put so much pressure on myself in school um but uh, yeah i'd i'd want my kid to just have 
the option to do whatever they want. Yeah. But be like su- good with it and successful and stick not stick to it, but like you know, try their hardest. Yeah, try their hardest. Best. Try their best. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I yeah. see what you're saying. Yeah. But I think it's very fortunate it w- we would be putting our children in a very fortunate position. Maybe that like I didn't get or you didn't get as a child to just like, you know, try out different things yeah but yeah and again i'm this is how i kind of saw my childhood because again i had had two siblings maybe they saw their upbringing and childhood differently than i did yeah but yeah that's me Mm. wow shout out to our parents i know shout out Guizhen May and shout out Peter Haikwang Yu. Both my parents have the same name. Shout out Gurmeet Panasar. Times. Gurmeet Panasar. Times two. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, did they have the same last name before they met? No. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. I think that's the end of a podcast for today. Yeah. Is it? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything else you'd like to add before mm. we sign off? No, I think like <laughs> if we release more podcasts, our story will become more complete. I see. Interesting. Mm. And if we, if anyone cares, they'll. Listen to everything and then they'll know. Hey, I care. Okay. (laughs) Shout out Ajit. Thank you. (laughs) But yeah, thank you for sharing. Yeah, thank Um, you for sharing. Thank you for our parents for giving birth to us and raising us the best that they could, you know? Yeah. And yeah, thanks for listening to another episode of AM with AM. And we'll catch you on the the flippity flop. (laughs) Beep, beep, beep.